Hello and welcome to the Should I Go See It podcast. I'm your host, Bill George. With me as always, AJ Rebecca. What's going on, Bill? What's going on, AJ? It's been a while been since a I uttered time. those words. Been a while. We What's... also uh, have on hand, uh, you might hear from our producer, Craig. Hey, boys. Good to be back. You got a new microphone. Yeah, we'll talk about it later. <laughs> we, we upgraded Major since upgrades we last year. When, uh, let's let's before we get into um, the Avengers. What have you been up to for the last <laughs> six to nine months? Oh, uh, you know uh, the usual: uh, working, seeing movies, uh, house hunting has been a fun. Oh, you have been, have you? Oh boy, what a process! That How's that is. going it's, for oh, you? It's a nightmare. AJ. Don't you it's just wish that nightmare. the economy would just collapse so you can capitalize? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would be nice. That would be nice. Nope. Let's talk about this movie, huh? Oh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Thanks for keeping so, us on track, Mr. Producer. So today we are here to talk about Avengers Endgame. Uh, big movie, big release. Uh, and I want to say right out of the gate, spoilers, spoilers, spoiler alert. Uh, this movie... Uh, I should I go see a type episode of this movie is pretty pointless. If you have not watched the other 21 films in the Marvel Uni- Cinematic Universe, you probably are or are not going to see this regardless of what we say on a on a podcast. So we might as well yeah, take the time right. to discuss it for those who have seen it or who don't care and just want to listen to random things that don't matter to them. That's fine, too. <laughs> for, two, um, for two assholes who have <laughs> zero credibility. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so we are going to be going in-depth on Avengers Endgame this episode. So again, one last time, there will be spoilers. We will be talking about the entire plot uh, and the the ending. So yep. Do you there's that. Jump right into it. I mean, there. It, it's just so hard because there's a lot of things. There's that we, so much to go over. Yeah. So let me. Why don't we do? We, I mean, if it's been a while, and I know we're a little rusty, but like, why don't we give? Um, you want to give the? Uh, the I gotta uh, give a little synopsis. Yeah. Like All right. What times? Yeah. What's uh, this one about, AJ? <sighs> um, dude, all these are fucking horrible. There's no. Just pick one. Um. All right. I'll make one up. After Avengers Infinity War, Mm -hmm. the Avengers, or who's left of them, must find a way to move on from the devastating reality that is life after Thanos. Bill, oh, you like that one? Sure, I'll take it. Fuck you. (laughs) Bill, should I go see it? Absolutely. Yeah. This movie is Mm. the culmination of 21 previous movies from the Marvel Cinematic Universe and 10 plus years uh, of films and characters that we've come to know and come to love. And it gives us what I consider the most satisfying conclusion to these to these stories imaginable. To me, this film is a miracle that the scriptwriters were able to come up with this. It's one of the most brilliant pieces of script writing I've ever seen in my life. Oh my God. Yes. Wow. AJ, should I go see it? Uh, yeah, it was okay. <laughs> When we left the theater, uh, the quote that came out of my mouth after I had a pee because it was that three hours felt like definitely three hours. Oh, I disagree with that, but yeah, we'll get there. Yeah. Is I said if the original Iron Man movie was like an eight point two, this was like a six point four for me. <laughs> scoffs. He scoffs at me. Scoff. Way to put it into terms that people can understand. <laughs> Uh, I can't disagree with that statement really anymore. That I, I here's the thing. But you liked it, yeah. Here's the thing. Like yep. I laughed, I yep. cried. Yep. I was at the edge of my seat. I must have smacked you five times because I was like, 
did that really just happen? Yeah. But like I've done that to a lot of movies like Benjamin Button. I laughed and cried, but that was not making my, my top 10 list of all time. It was a good movie. I'm not going to not going to tell everyone to go see Benjamin Button. You know what I mean? I, I, I don't know what you mean, because to me, like, I don't understand what more you could want. From this movie, let me That's give you my quick, let me give you my quick breakdown is. before we go into like the the hardcore breakdown. Yeah, we'll break it down. Is there's a couple things floating around the internet that are complete and utter. Is it fallacy? Is that a lie? That's the word. That's correct. Falsehoods. Also correct. You can go pee during this movie as long as it's not in the last twenty five to thirty minutes. You're good. So if you're thinking about shitting your pants or pissing yourself, <laughs> you're 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 good. You can go to the bathroom because everywhere online says you can't. You can't dump or you can't pee. Second thing, you're looking at me like crazy. I, I, yeah. There's been things online that says you can watch give and take like half of the Marvel movies and still get it together. No, that's a, that's that is a lie. You need to see twenty the twenty one movies to understand truly what happens. I agree. And the third, it's thing, a payoff for those who have seen the twenty one movies. Yep. Yes. And the third thing is, is I don't like how it's called Endgame because they don't put a a, 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 a period at the end of the sentence. That's false. They absolutely do. They end this infinity saga, as it were, of the 21 movies that came before it. They conclude that story. No, I don't think they did. The movie concludes the infinity saga, as it were. It wraps up the entire storyline f- about Thanos, which is what has been teased throughout these 10 years in post credit scenes. You have... Thanos being in charge of Loki to tell him to invade New York. You have the Guardians trying to get the stones for, for Thanos. You have the post credit scene of Thanos grabbing the gauntlet saying, I guess I'll do it myself. Like They've been building to Thanos. And to your argument anti-MCU, which you've always had, is all they do is kick the can down the road. All they do is care about the next movie. This movie doesn't matter because it teases the next movie. All of that is teasing to Thanos. And now we have the Thanos conclusion. Yeah, they finished the Thanos saga. There's a Spider-Man movie coming out in two weeks. There's all these sure, sure. They're not things. Gonna, I mean, they're not going to stop making There's movies. all these things coming out in Disney Plus that have the same characters that we've that sure. we've had from the Infinity Saga. Sure, that's what I'm saying. Is but that it's like, not going to be about Thanos? There's a difference. The difference is I don't. You are now at a stopping point. You can get out now. Like you don't need to watch the Spider movie. You, somebody who is sitting there going like, "Why are they just keep teasing the next thing?" Like now we're done. This is a stopping point for people to get off the ride if they so choose. And that's what's so beautiful about it is for those like you who are like, all right, I've gone with you. I've been stuck waiting to see how this Thanos thing concluded. Now it did. Cap gets his happy ending. Tony goes out a hero. Thor joins the Guardians. Like everything has lined up to finish up this storyline. And now if you want to keep going with the next one, you can. If not, I'm sure there's a lot of people who are going to be like, all right, I did my 22 movies. I'm good. And then there's going to be other people. And there's going to be other people who are going to keep watching because they still enjoy the characters and all these things. But the way that they were able to like wrap it all up with these primary heroes that we've learned, I think it was absolutely brilliant. Of course, they're going to keep making movies. They've made a billion dollars on in four days. They're going to keep making movies. But That's crazy. if you could make a billion dollars in four days, you'd attempt to do it <laughs> oh, too. Dude, just line up the but decks the and I'll start sucking them. But the other thing that's beautiful about this is that it was organic and it was natural and it happened over the last 10 years kind of like as it progressed, it just kind of happened on its own versus right now, if they said to me, Okay, well, now we're going to start another 10-year saga. Like, I feel like a bunch of people will be like, oh, fuck, are you kidding me? Get out of here. You know what I mean? Like, this happened naturally. I don't think they're going to be able to recreate this ever again. Plus, what do you do? Create, like, a bigger, big bad? Like, that would 
kind of devalue what we just did. So now they can do a Spider-Man thing. Spider-Man can do his thing. Guardians can go find Gamora and they can do their own little <clears throat> fun story. And they can do Panther can have his own storylines. Like I think now they can get into some individual storytelling. Yeah. Because they concluded the Thanos saga. Which it, it gets me to my point, which I like wrote about in my notes because I took notes. For those who don't know, I never take notes. We usually do this. This is the first. I do this. Yeah, it meant a lot to Bill. So that's why I did <laughs> yeah, notes. I always is that notes. I'm a fan of like the vignette. Like I'm a fan of like a day in the life of Peter Parker. Right. Sure. I get that like real sense of who he is and what he cares about. Like he saves a day and then it's like, cool, I can go home and rest easy knowing the day has been saved. I feel like with this buildup, like you said, it's been a buildup where it's like, I am so invested in something that like just dragged on. And yes, the ending was fantastic. And yes, yes, the, 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 the Iron Man one that started this whole thing off ended it. Right. Right. Tony gets his his arc is complete of yeah. him going from selfish to selfless. Yeah. Like we get a it happens. Him. Yes. I just I feel like I was expecting more in terms of like I really wanted things to end horribly. Like I okay. Well, see, I think that that <laughs> well, I'm like serious right now. You both fucking laughing at me. And horribly, how? Why? How? Like I wanted Cap to die. Story. I wanted Iron Man to die. Like Cap should have died in Civil War. Like. I was waiting for these things to really like hit you hard. You know why? Can I tell you why? Sure. It, it all has to do with the way this was like broken up in three acts. So we can get into that if you want to. Sure. I just feel like the three different parts of the movie led me into like three different directions in my mind of where this was going to go. And it kicks off in act one. Act one is shot and acted and produced like no other Marvel movie to date. Will you agree with me? Yeah. Extremely cinematic, all like handheld shots, like super shallow depth of field. So like so just to, raw. It to was make like, sure that the people listening understand what we're talking yeah. about. So the movie, uh, as I'm, I hope you've seen, uh, is definitely broken down into three distinct acts and basically they're each an hour. Yeah. The first one uh, is the dealing with the aftermath of Infinity War and our heroes kind of coming to grips with what happened, trying to decide what to do next. Um, it's very uh, dark. It's very, I like the fact that it is slower paced. It allows it to breathe a little bit. They yeah. cover like the aftermath of this horrible event. Uh, and that's after the first 15 minutes where the movie subverts your expectations by it's like, fucking let's go get them. Yeah. They get to Thanos. They find Thanos. The stones are gone. They chop his head off. And you're like, what the fuck are they going to do they right now? Thanos, they kill him like the first 15 minutes. And I was like, what is happening? Then they do a happening? five year time jump. Yeah. And you're like, what? what is this movie going to do? And the stones are gone. So for me, I was hellbent on the fact that they're going to use the time stone to undo Infinity War. That's like what it's it's so got to happen. And then they get rid of the stone and they kill Thanos. And I'm sitting there as an audience member being like, oh my God, what's going to happen? Which is awesome. It's a yes. Great, it's a great experience. Yes. So that whole first act is them trying to come to, to grips with what happened. What do we do? It's slow build. You see Tony's life. Uh, you see what's going on with Scarlett Johansson, uh, Black Widow's character. You kind of get a little insight into what has been happening since the snap. And then they start to come up with a plan. And that kind of transitions into act two when yes. Paul Rudd introduces. Uh, so act one, as you said, like it is very emotional and it's shot unlike any other Marvel movie. It's 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 a lot of close ups, handheld, like muted, really kind of like bluish, pale color palette. Yeah, and like these actors, like great actors of our time, are actually allowed to act. Yeah, ScarJo. Robert Downey Jr., uh, Chris uh, Evans. Chris Evans, like they're actually acting. And I was like, 
holy shit, like when it's, I get yeah. billed shit for these movies, this is exactly <laughs> what I wanted to see this whole time. These are like shells of human beings trying to figure out what to do. Yeah. It's great. And I was it was absolutely great. Ready to roll. And I was like, this is gonna be the payoff that I want. And then our good friend Paul Rudd gets introduced. Yeah. And from there, it flips a switch and it just becomes that same old fucking cheery, joyful Marvel MCU thing that's become a pattern in a in a in a flow that immediately took me away from that emotional fragility that I had in act one and transported me to a, a different place in a matter of minutes. See, I think they handle that tonal shift well. I mean, that's what Marvel does. That's the whole thing about these movies is that they have such skilled actors that they can handle a tonal change like that throughout a lot of the movies have moments of seriousness that then get countered by levity. No, this is different. This is different because they hired some great writers to team up with the Russo brothers. Yeah. And they wrote Infinity War as well, which also balanced seriousness with Act 2 was a great comedy movie. It was chock full of great writing and comedic acting that was so far from what they just set up in the first hour of that movie. Sure. And to me, I, I just... I didn't enjoy that ride happening so quick. Okay, I can see, I can see that being jarring. It was, it was just was just unpleasant for me because like they, they, it was just so different than what has been expected and what has been done, and then to immediately revert back to that same pattern just felt. I, I just didn't, I didn't, I didn't enjoy it. But it I, also sounds like that first bit that you're describing just happened to suit your particular like sensibilities. Of like the drama, the seriousness, the weight, like that. You just said it before. Like this is what you were. Like that was what you've been looking for. Yeah, for I like, mean, like that's. I mean, like, like there's an about, element. You, you talk about like Batman Begins. You talk about the Dark Knight. Like Dark Knight. You, but Marvel's never been that. And that's and th- that's my point is that you lead off with the biggest movie of the last fucking thirty years, <laughs> right? With that tone, what do you expect is going to happen? Your audience is going to be hooked on that. And then and then an hour later and then an hour and at 2 minutes in, you immediately flip the the switch. No, see I disagree. And the reason I disagree and I should have framed this up at the beginning is cuz I don't think you can look at this as a regular movie. If this was any other movie I walked in on the street, yes, absolutely those tones would not match and I would be saying the same thing cuz I usually don't like when tones change like that, like whiplash style. Uh but you have to think of this as you think of the 20 movies of the MCU as Act 1. Infinity War is basically a two-and-a-half-hour Act 2 of just rising action. And then this movie is a three-hour Act 3. Like, this is... You can't look at this as a movie in and of itself because you have to think about the tone that was set by the 20 other movies. And some of those were more serious. Some of those were more comedy. And it's p- pulling from all those threads to make this one. So you got to look at... I'm trying to... If you can look at it holistically of the MCU and think of this as the final chapter of all those things, even though they didn't occur within the same movie, they're the same idea. So that's why I don't think it bothered me is because I am so accustomed to the different shifts within the Marvel tone. And what makes me hate myself even more is that I really loved Act 2 as a standalone thing. Sure. So Act 2, once we introduce the quantum realm... And that's going to be our avenue to be able to time travel at the subatomic level, yada, yada, yada. I mean, I'm superhero stuff. Uh, they decide they need to collect the Infinity Stones <clears throat> so that Thanos doesn't get them. 
And so this this leads into a brilliant, brilliant, again, I don't know how these writers came up with this, way to look back on the Marvel Universe as fan service as well as a plot purpose where they can now go back through time into previous MCU movies yeah. and they start living out the scenes from those movies but from different perspectives yeah. to get the Infinity Stones. It was crazy. It was fucking brilliant. Yeah. So brilliant. Uh, including when they like think of the fact that if you look back at the MCU, there were three stones in New York at a given time. Like It's just brilliant. It's just so smart. And while they're doing that, because the two nebulas are occupying the same space and the same network, it reintroduces Thanos, which is another brilliant move. Because when I, when I first saw the movie, I thought, this will be a fun romp to like get all the stones, but like, is that going to be it? Like, yeah. If they don't have a final showdown with Thanos, what's the point? And then, of course, they're able to bring back Thanos from 2014 using yep. the nebula sort of projection uh, yeah. writing they did, which was smart to be able to get him back in. So, and so, they, that, so that's the entire yeah. second act. It's just jumping in through time, going to previous movies, and it's so many callbacks. They call back the Winter Soldier elevator scene. Yep. They call back the opening to Guardians, which is hilarious. Yep. All those things all act as both fan service and a reflection back, pay off for those who have watched all the movies. They reintroduce every guest star that's ever been in any of the movies. Oh, yeah. They bring them all back. bring all back, which is brilliant. Uh, it's just, it was so smart. I just, I loved the idea it was, of it. It was good. And it, it brought... It had a development on characters that obviously are going to have a better impact once this realm is over, whatever you want to call it, the series is over. Like th- the the growth that Thor had in Ragnarok and in this movie, like got him mm. to a point where you're like, holy shit, like he's a funny character. Like, Hemsworth is a brilliant comedic actor. Yeah. And I think they realized that through Ragnarok is like, yeah. wait, we can lean on him for comedy full time. Yes. Not just a couple of one-liners. Like yep. he can be a comedy yeah. Star. The, the way he developed him. Um, um, Did you pause for a second? Because yeah. this is something that I do get from a lot of people. Of course. Did you like Fat Thor? Or did you think they, yeah, he was they over, overplayed that? He overplayed that? him a little bit. Yeah. You know I thought I mean? it was a funny gag. I kept thinking he was going to zap lightning and all of a sudden get in shape. But no, they kept him fat the entire movie. Yeah, he was a fat fuck. Uh, <laughs> but I thought it was funny. <laughs> I thought the drunk part of it, they play, overplayed a little bit. Yeah. It's like kind of a little too long. Yeah. But overall, I thought it was good. I know a lot of people have complained about that. But. Yeah, no, I thought it was good. I thought I liked Professor Hulk better than I liked... Smart Hulk, yep. Yeah, or whatever you want to do it. Um, uh, Mark Ruffalo as a Hulk has always been kind of like this fucking wet noodle in the corner. I think they found a good stride with him being Professor Hulk or Smart Hulk or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, I think it was a better move for him. I agree. Oh, yeah. Um, and like you said, like... The when they were transported back to New York, when the Avengers have like their first fight, and it like pans around all of them, but they're watching it happen from the alleyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It just felt it felt good to watch. Um, but again, it's that tonal thing that I had issues with. But kudos to the writers and the directors to be able to like have a script strong enough to weave three emotional tones or three yep. unique acts, but have each act by itself, which is my argument be really fucking good and they yeah. they did it really well yeah. you know and then uh act three which it seems drags on doesn't drag on i excuse my language it seems a, lo- a lot longer than the other two acts i think it i think if the additional epilogues they have to do yeah causes that yeah and so act sure. three is your the final showdown yeah so act three uh thanos uh makes his way back into our time we have the, our heroes have the infinity stones, but Thanos gets through. They snap, so they're able to get everybody back. Uh, but then 
And this was what, again, I think a brilliant piece of misdirection and subverting expectations on behalf of the writers is that we get the stones, we snap, and we th- should be thinking to ourselves, oh my God, everybody should be back. Where is everybody? But instead, Thanos' ship fucking destroys the Avengers headquarters and you were like, oh my God, this movie is not fucking around right now. Yeah. And so you get distracted from the fact that they did the snap at all. Because now you're just like, oh my God, are they even going to survive this attack? That's it. And then Thanos shows up. Our three main heroes for this entire saga, Thor, Cap, and Iron Man now have a chance to fight Thanos and they're just like walking towards him in slow motion. It's fucking dope. Uh, (laughs) They start going at it. Cap gets the hammer, which was just he does. fucking incredible. He's worthy. Uh, incredible sequence ensues, uh, and then Thanos, still the you know the greatest commander, battler, whatever like power in the universe, uh, overpowers them, and we get to a point where it's Cap versus Thanos's army, yeah. and there's just like a brilliant wide shot of kind of like what would be like a two page splash of just Cap on the left, and then the entire army. Yeah. coming on the right and it's just, just the imagery in some in this film is yeah the Russo brothers really did notch. a good job of like of bringing pages to life right there was right. like they and they stopped and they paced it in a way with scenes like that where you're like holy shit like i could i could imagine opening up you know a spread in a comic and seeing right, that right. they did a great job so good. but i'm gonna pause you because there's nothing i like less in a movie than time travel Ever since I was a kid, I hated in Terminator. I still don't uh, uh, understand. So you and I are going to be very I and, love interstellar to this time. day. The whole premise of the film is going back in time, right? And I still don't understand what happened. <laughs> so they play it fast and loose, obviously. They play it the fastest and <laughs> loosest. But the idea is that uh, it basically subscribes to to branching universe theory. Where when they go back and they change something, it does not change your timeline. It's going to create a new one. Uh, and like that's the main point is you can go back, get the Infinity Stones, bring them back to your timeline, do what you got to do. Your present day. And then Cap needs to go back and put them back uh, in place. And so... Yeah, so it's different from most time travel movies where you would think they go back and now all of a sudden as they do stuff, it starts to like affect what yeah, ends the, up the happening. The running joke about like but it back doesn't. the future is back wrong. The future, but it's not. Yeah. They do it as as a different, uh, they do it as not only branching universe theory, but they also have the power to jump between branches. So they're basically, all they care about is keeping prime, if you will, the prime timeline good. Yeah. Like that's all they care about. So it makes it a little different. Jumping forward a little bit at the end of the movie, Cap needs to go back and return the stones into place. This brought up a question that we did get through Facebook. Uh, oh, we got a, we, we we got a did, question? We did. We got one. Friend of the, friend of the, uh, friend of the podcast, Stuart, sent us a question about uh, just basically asking about what we thought about Cap having to put the stones back and how that seems like it'd be a much more difficult task than they made it seem. And yeah. I've been thinking about this. I saw the movie three times, so I've been like kind of diving into it more. Sure. And I think what it boils down to, especially when you listen to what Tilda Swinton says to um, Bruce Banner about the timeline issue... The main concern is when you, if they subtracted those Infinity Stones from those timelines and then just brought them back and that was it, those other timelines get fucked because without the time, without the stones, allegedly, they can't fight off the forces of evil type of thing. Okay. So I don't think the concern is like, I think the timelines that they go back to to take the stones, yeah, they fucked those up. There's no doubt about it. Like one Loki escapes, one 
you know, everything gets different. Yeah. But I don't think they care about that. Yes, those timelines are going to go on and they're going to be messed up and they're going to be different, but at least they have the stones. Like, that's all they care about is put the stone back in that timeline and you can leave. Like, it's not about resetting them to be normal. I don't think Cap went back and like tried to undo anything that was done. I think Cap just went back and threw the stone in and left. Because now, at least that universe, that version of the universe has all the stones so they can, quote unquote, defend against evil per Tilda Swinton's instructions. Does that make sense? Does that answer your question? <laughs> yeah, and it makes you like think too, is that like, you know, is like Iron Man, you know, Tony Stark has that conversation with his dad. Yeah. Outside the 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 army base. And you think, okay, like, well, and that now branch of time, like, is Tony's life different than yeah, probably. it was that you're used to. Probably, you know, but I don't, but I, don't, I think the movie tries to not concern us with what happens in these other timelines. I mean, I think they do, though. I mean, they, he wouldn't have a, a, a an eight to ten minute dialogue with his dad and a whole scene with him if it didn't. Well, they did that for our benefit and yeah, for but the I character's think, benefit. But yeah, I mean, also too, like, I mean, spo- spo- we've said spoilers, but Tony dies, sure, right? And part of I think the being okay that Tony dies is that like. I thought about, well, in that other universe, that other sure, thing, yeah. like maybe he has a chance to not die at the hands of Thanos' army. Or if he does still become the millionaire playboy, is he still just like throwing at raw dog and chicks every night? You <laughs> probably. Know what I mean? Probably. Who knows? That's what I'm saying. Who knows? Well, unless they go back and start telling alternate universe stories but or alternate timeline stories well and that okay and that let's go back to act three we're gonna i mean we're talking about it right now but like that's kind of what i felt with captain america so when so yeah okay so let me let me finish the the recap so so eventually they're essentially defeated it's cap versus the army big splash page like we talked about yeah and then he starts to hear a voice and it's sam falcon sam wilson in his radio saying on your left pull from winter soldier and a Doctor Strange portal opens up and our heroes start to exit. And this is when we remember, oh yeah, they did do the snap and brought everybody back, but we've been so distracted by this incredible fight sequence that we completely forgot about it, which again, beautiful writing and misdirection. And then all of our heroes from every single movie come through and it is just a rousing, amazing... I, I cried all three times I saw it when this happened. The score kicks in and all of our heroes that we've been with for... 10 years plus and 22 movies all work together and march towards Thanos and Thanos holds up his sword and sends his army and they just clash in an epic battle. Uh, And like, if you thought that the Thor landing on the battle scene in Infinity War was like rousing, which it was, this is fucking times 10. Uh, Battle ensues, yada, yada, yada. Tony ends up being able to get his hands on the Infinity Stones. He does a snap and instead snaps away the enemy, yep. and they all start to turn to ash, but dies in the process because as we have learned throughout the movie, this using the stones is incredibly taxing and takes a toll on the body. Yep. That's why Thanos was and the Hulk are the only people that really could do it and survive. And so Tony dies. Um, so we have Tony dead, funeral scene. Again, tearjerker. Did you notice the random kid in it? It was a kid from Iron Man 3. It was a kid from Iron Man 3. Yeah, a lot of people might be wondering that. Yeah, idiots. I, I was even... I was confused. I was like, who, is this Peter Parker? Like, I did I see no. something? Did I miss something? Uh, it was just, yeah. But the kid that he bonded with, uh, who was a child, was the same actor in Iron Man 3, yeah. came back for the funeral, which I thought was great. And William Hurt was there, too. I didn't notice him until, like, the second time. Like, kid was, off like, 30. That's how long these movies have been around. <laughs> exactly. We have the funeral for Tony. 
Great send-off. Again, completes his arc. Um, and then we have Cap. So Cap has to go back through the time portal, return the Infinity Stones as promised to the Great One or whatever her name is, Tilda Swinton's character. He does that, and then they're waiting for him to return. He doesn't, and then they look, and on a park bench nearby is Cap. We walk up to Cap, and it's old he Cap. old Cap. And they did a good job, too. It wasn't, yeah, pretty good. It, it was good. Yeah. Uh, you think the carpet matched the drapes? <laughs> At this point, on the aging, I mean, you got to think that, like, in cap time, he's like 150 at this point. Uh, but he's got this, he's got the serum, so like 150 to him is like he looked like a good 75 year old, like, he could probably swing a golf club still. Uh, so he we learned that he went back into one of the timelines to return the stones and did all that and decided to stay. He did reunite with Peggy and live an actual normal life. Guess what he had on that left hand. And he had a ring on his finger, ring. and it was great. And then he brings the shield back and gives it to Sam, which was another tear-jerking moment when the way the line delivery of him saying to Sam, try it on, fucking wrecks me every time. Uh, it's just so good. Sam tries on the shield. <laughs> Presumably, Sam will be or uh, will become Captain America, potentially. Dumb. Should have uh, been Bucky. Yeah, I mean, both of them, I believe, in the comics have spent time as Captain America, both Falcon and Winter I Soldier. Think so. I don't know. Way. I don't know. So, so now we have the happy ending for yeah, Cap, and he's but he's like gone. let's go back to the alternative thing. Like it said that you can't go, you can't whatever you do in the past technically doesn't affect your future. So did he go to an alternate timeline, live there, and then come back in the portal? Yes, Joe Russo confirmed this. So that was a question that a lot of people had. Oh shit! Was did he come back to the prime timeline and then just like show up at that pond at that time because he knew they'd be there? Yeah. Or did he zap back? Yeah. Uh, which is a question I had too, because I envisioned it as he he grew old, had a great life, and then he sent himself back with the pin particle to that time to give him the shield. That's how I thought of it. Well, other people told me the other. Well, Bruce says he missed his portal jumper. He missed his right fucking checkpoint or whatever. So that's what's a little confusing about it, because presumably he would come back on the pad because they always came back on the pad. Exactly. But by the same token, when they went to the previous timelines, like to the Avengers or two Guardians, like they didn't have a pad to land on like you can they could zap in wherever they wanted so oh yeah so no. he zapped well, i guess so my understanding is he went to an alternate timeline got with peggy and just stayed kind of a recluse while the other captain america did whatever he did well yeah and just kind of lived a secret life because the basically. last scene is like it, it it isn't in the it isn't in the 70s or the it's in the 40s right right there's like an automobile that drives by that's clearly sets it in the 50s and the music yeah and the music they're listening to and he's dancing with peggy and that's how it ends right 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 and you're like fuck so he got his and and that he got it (laughs) and that's what we've been waiting for again through 20 movies of captain america never getting a chance to fulfill his that made me feel good life because he got it besides iron man one right iron man one guardians one and cap the the original Cap is probably the best of the MC, MCU movies, standalone movies. I would say Winter Soldier is my favorite standalone, but it's just so fucking good. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah, and um, it it made me feel good that Steve Rogers, who knew the definition of, I mean, the, the reason Infinity War went the way it does is that no one could understand sacrifice and what it means right. to the bigger good. And this dude, sacrifice the whole storyline of Captain America the first movie was sacrifice. Like yep. he got into the 
thing because he jumped on a grenade. Yeah. Yep. He's been doing it since day one. Right. So to finally get a chance to rest. It felt good. It was great. It felt good. So, but I believe uh, from what I read, Joe Russo confirmed that he traveled back to the prime timeline to give him the shield at that time. That's weird. Uh, And then the movie ends and we get the credits. And the nice thing that I thought was great about the credits was they do this like moment where they do like a bow basically for our primary Avengers where they they sign their name, which is something that they used to do. They did in, um, I think it was the last Star Trek they used the original crew. The ending credits, they did the same thing. They signed their name. That's nice. And they give like a big fucking silhouette shot, the full name, the signature, the music. (laughs) And they go through... Our, you know, our five or so main at, Avengers. At this point in the movie theater, his button from his pants literally flew <laughs> yeah. six rows say, So are you like on the gurney for the kidney infection yeah. at this point? Or? So, <laughs> <laughs> so they do the bow and then they do the final credits. And there's no tease. There's no next thing. There's yeah. no the Avengers will return. There's none of that bullshit. It is, this movie was all about looking back, not forward. Which, to me, I'm sitting there going, oh my God, this movie answers all of AJ's prayers and all of his concerns at the MCU. And yet somehow you're sitting here telling me it's a 6.2. point what fucking do you do? Two. You spit in his face, you son of a I bitch. Don't, listen, here's, listen, what? Oh, no, here, no, go no, for it. Yeah. I don't understand between the fact that we have a, a real like realistic follow-up to Infinity War and they didn't just brush off the events of Infinity War. They spent the time to invest to make Infinity War seem even better. The fact that we have amazing fan service and a reflection on all the movies from the MCU. And then the fact that we have a satisfying conclusion for all of our main characters and an incredible epic battle, the likes of which we've never seen before, and a proper send-off like, I don't know what else you want. Like, this was the best way they could have wrapped these movies up. I wanted more... I wanted more like death. I wanted more destruction. <laughs> that sounds really twisted, but it's true. Like I wanted, I wanted things to not be like good. I feel like you're in the wrong movie. I franchise, feel like you're man. watching too much <laughs> no, Game of Thrones. No, well, we're gonna get into that. We'll get it because I have next. the same complaint about Thrones. This is not that. This is Marvel. I, I don't. Know. I only got. I only got. I only saw two people. Dead. Well, hold on. So I made a list of this. So we also do have. We have like a death. So our final actual losses, right through this saga. Yeah, go through. Okay, them. we have Tony. Yeah. We have Cap's retirement essentially. So that's Cap's done, right? Sure. We have uh, Vision. He ain't coming back. No, he got that thing ripped out of his skull. Yeah. We have Hemdall, Idris Elba. He got stabbed in Infinity War. He didn't yeah, come back. He's- Loki got strangled. Now, in one timeline, he survived the test rack, but I feel like if he was actually going to come back to the proper prime timeline, they would have teased that. I think Loki's done. Okay. And then we have Black Widow, which we didn't even talk about. Yeah. I Black mean, Widow died to get the, to, to, to get the soul stone, which that was another misdirect. I assumed that was going to be Hawkeye. I know there's a Black Widow movie coming, so I'm like, oh, Hawkeye's going to be the one that goes in this. Yeah, so, and then they killed her. Yeah. So why does she get her own movie? She dead. Well, they could do an origin story, right? We don't really... She's the only one who didn't get an See, origin fuck, about her going through you. the CIA fuck or whatever. You. Or, or fuck you. Or another option, she could do... They could do a movie about the five-year gap and have her trying to fucking keep shit together yeah, during that I gap. I want to know about and, her five-year gap. And then you could even have Cap come back for that movie if you wanted to because he'd still have been around. Although I'm pretty sure their contracts ran out. But anyway... Tony Cap, Black Widow, Vision, Loki, Hemdall, all died. Gamora, they're looking for. I presume that Guardians 3 will be a search for Gamora and trying to bring her into the fold and convince her that she was in love with Chris Pratt. We'll see. Wait, where was she at the end of the movie? 
she goes to hug her and she kicks him the balls. Correct. And, and then, then she runs off. Because then remember when Thor goes to join the Guardians? Chris Pratt's had a screen that says that shows Gamora and it says searching. Oh. And then Chris yeah. and then Chris and then uh at that point I had a piss so bad that it was really my eyes were turning yellow. They could do a Valkyrie movie too, because now Valkyrie's gonna be in charge of the as Guardians. I like your point from earlier though, where where it's like this is a good this is like a good endpoint for those who want an endpoint. Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah. I exactly. think I'm because there isn't I, really like a you know there is no tease week. like every movie previous it would end and it would say Spider Man will return in the Avengers right. or Thanos will return after Infinity War or like whatever they always tease the what's next yeah and this movie doesn't because it's like all right here, here's a getting off point if if you're if you're somebody who wants to like yeah I think I'm and ready that to, I think is brilliant I think I'm ready to get off the ride that's fine it was a good ride we had some good conversation about said ride. But um, yeah, and you know what? I think the movie. The more I think about it, it's grown on me. Um, the Russo brothers, like you said, are the only people who could have directed this movie, right? Yeah. Yep. I've given in the past Marvel movies CGI has been hit or miss. We've talked about this before. We have, yeah. No, they don't always they, stick the landing. They did on a that. pretty, pretty good job getting yep. things to be seamless and work. I also read that some of the characters from weren't even on set. They were either pulls from green screens before did stuff and, yeah. and brought them back into the film, which is crazy. Um, and I have one last thing. Hold on. Let me open them. Yeah, notes. I agree that the CG is definitely the best they've ever done. There's no doubt about that. They put all the money into this movie. Yeah. Um, and um, the other thing I, I noted too, and we talked about that in act one is that like your true A-listers like Scarlett Johansson, RDJ, Josh Brolin actually got the opportunity to, to act. They yeah. like acted in a in a in in a drama environment. They did a really good job with that. It felt good to see them kind of in that element. And um, even Paul Rudd, when we first see oh, him, it was great. When he sees his daughter again, sure. like he acts his ass off in that. He scene. does for Paul Rudd. That was great for Paul Rudd and Josh Brolin. I I love as Thanos. I think that's going to stand the test of time as one of the great villains. The only downside is because we got his story in Infinity War. Infinity War, he was really the protagonist of that film. And we saw all of our characters revolving around Thanos. And we get to hear his philosophy and his ethos and his, there's some pathos there where you actually start to side, not side with him, but you start to like understand, you understand it. Yeah. So since we got, did all that Infinity War and that's kind of over with, this movie, he was definitely more of the, just the big bad. Well, so he didn't get to do as much. The, the thing is, but he was still good. He was big and this is why it like makes you it kind of fucks with you. He was big bad in the alpha timeline in the in the I mean big bad in the in the 2014 version. Right. But when when they when they go to kill him, he's hung up his suit. He's like picking right. fruit. fruit. Like yeah, he's yeah. cooking dinner for himself, <laughs> and they literally kick in the door and cut his head off <laughs> like fucking so ISIS. Good. I was so like, good. what the fuck is happening when right they, now? When they, first, when they first come in and cut the fucking arm with a gauntlet oh, yeah, off, they, they I was forgot like, that. yes. Yeah. The first thing they do is fucking rip his arm off. Oh, so good. But, but you're thinking of like, he did this not for like infamy or fame or to... He didn't destroy a city just to sit on the throne and get gold. Right, right. He's in this hut in the middle of the galaxy and no one's around him except for like wildlife and like right, animals right, and right. shit. And you're like, shit, like maybe. Like yeah, he maybe, had a reason. Maybe starting over was what needed to be done. <laughs> and then he says, uh, and uh, he's, he does have a couple great lines in this though. Uh, 
like the fact that now that he did his course correction, which he thinks is the most important thing ever, the stones only prove his temptation. So he destroyed them. Like, like you said, yes. he's not like a power no. hungry, crazy person. He did what he had to do. And then another line that you could, that I loved at the end was talking about the fact that as long as there are people that remember what was, you'll never be able to like accept what, oh, what yeah. could be yeah. and how we need to rebuild from scratch. Uh, obviously within the context of what he was saying, it's, it's lunacy, but like that, yeah. that idea is so true and awesome. I don't know. And I, then he's, he's still like, got some good writing. And then, well, then when he realized that he can possibly do it again, he's like, fuck half the universe. <laughs> I'm going to wipe out everything. Everybody. And then the people who come from that will be grateful that they have something to right. live like for and buy rather than to be ungrateful like you fucks. So let me snap my fingers. I think Infinity War also set us up for this finale in the sense that now we've seen him win. Yeah. So now when like the final fight's happening, I'm like, holy shit, they could do it. He could do it again. Like, sure. I don't know. Like they've like it's happened once. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they did such a good job. I think this movie makes Infinity War stronger. And it made me it it this movie is so good. It made me actually think about Thor the Dark World again. Because <laughs> they do a sequence in Thor the Dark World. Oh, yeah. Which is the worst MCU movie there is. But all of a sudden you're like, holy shit, maybe there's maybe I should go back to that. Like this movie makes the other movies better, which again. What else could you ask for from a conclusion to this epic saga? You're right. Endgame, greatest movie ever. I'm exhausted <laughs> from this. Oh, my God. There's just so much. And just to touch on it, uh, the following the box office receipts for this movie is... I mean, what did you think was going to happen? I knew I knew it was going to be big, but Jesus Christ. <laughs> $350 million for the weekend when the previous record was 257 yeah, I mean, and a billion dollars in I four days. I couldn't get a ticket. We had to go at nine fifteen on a Monday night, and the theater was packed. Unreal. It smelled like salami and neck beards, <laughs> and I did not enjoy it. Unreal. And I looked this week. There's still almost every show is is full. It's unprecedented, just unheard of. Do you think it's going to beat Avatar for total gross? Yeah, I think it could. The thing with Avatar that it got to where it was is that like there was no um, boundary on who saw it. Right. Like women who watched the Today Show were like, oh, there's this new technology and you wear 3D glasses and you go to the right. movie yeah. theater. And like everyone from like eight to 80 went to go see it. Yeah. This is big, but like you kind of got to be invested. You got to in, be in the club. Oh, you got to sure. be in the club. See, well, but I see that's interesting because I read some articles saying that there is a ceiling for how much money this movie can make because it would only be the people who saw Infinity War. So how much money Infinity War made, you would think it would be that Plus, maybe some people who happen to jump on sense. Yeah. But it's so much bigger. It has proven so much bigger. Like, I don't know, yeah. man. Well, and it's like a fad mentality, too. It's like, well. Because it's the biggest thing yeah, out there. Yeah. But my question to you is, do you think sure. that either they or anybody else could do this again? Because I honestly, if they, even 10 years from now, they do another big Marvel movie, I don't know if it could capture this as being the first. And again, as having happened organically. No. They and probably, just kind of happen on its own. It, it probably, it, it. I don't know if they could recreate it. I think they're going to lose. And I think if they kept making, if they didn't do this, and this is part of the reason I love it so much, if they did not put this much of an ending on it and they just kept going indefinitely, eventually the audience is going to fatigue. Yeah. And they're just going to slowly not show up and then they're going to stop making them. I mean, 20 This gave them a chance just... to tell their own ending and like tell the ending of the story versus being told, sorry, the show's canceled. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's why part of the reason I think it's brilliant is they did an ending while they still had the following to make it as big as it is. And I don't know if they'll ever be able to recreate that. I really don't. They probably won't. Unbelievable. Sorry, it's a once-in-a-lifetime type of event movie. It's good to be back. I'm just glad we were 
alive for this. <laughs> All right. I got to piss. This movie means a lot to me. Uh, <laughs> the MCU is my family. Okay. So... <laughs> Thank you all for listening. Thank you for joining us on the Should I Go See It podcast. We're glad to be back. Please make sure to follow on Instagram at Should I Go See It. Tell your friends to follow as well and subscribe to the podcast. Mm-hmm.